0: It's time again for The Insiders, with Chuck Kuala and Scott Jensen, sponsored by the Wisconsin Counties Association and Michael Best Strategies.
1: Hi, I'm Chuck Kuala, former Senate Majority Leader.
0: And I'm Scott Jensen, former Assembly Speaker.
1: We're The Insiders. So, Scott, there was a big issue about bail that came up in Milwaukee County and uh, D.A. Chisholm is, is facing some criticism. What do you think the implications are, if any, for bail reform and uh, those types of issues you know, as we move forward?
0: Well, I think a lot of people in Wisconsin were surprised to find um, that the way bail is set in this state, it's not based upon how dangerous someone is or what how serious a crime they've committed, but rather not what the prospects are for them showing up to court. Um, and the purpose of bail in this state really is just to make sure people show up. Um, I think that's just surprising to people. I think they were sort of stunned to hear that, that someone who is dangerous doesn't necessarily get a higher bail than someone uh, who's not. It's all based upon uh, the likelihood of their showing up in court. So I think there's gonna be a lot of discussions uh, at the state level about changes in law and possibly a change in Wisconsin's constitution so that we can have some sort of bail reform here. And I think there will be continuing pressure uh, on DA Chisholm to either resign or for Governor Evers to remove him from office. And I don't think Governor Evers is looking forward to that pressure, but I think people are really alarmed here. Um, and, and Chisholm himself predicted this uh, several years ago in an interview, he said, yes, I know that if we adopt a low bail policy, that somewhere along the line, some people will get killed. That's exactly what happened, and I think most people are saying, "Well, that's unacceptable. We have we can't let that happen again." And the pressure is going to continue uh, on on DHism in, in Milwaukee, no doubt.
1: Well, as a as a lawyer, um, you know, you you look at this through a somewhat different prism. But I think that the average person is going to say, "This is you know, this is about our communities and our safety," and I and I understand that, recognize that, but. Let's go back and take the fundamental principle and let's go back to our forefathers because especially some of the uh, Republicans' greatest fans in the US Supreme Court are people who are originalists when it comes to our constitution. Remember, when, when the British controlled the United States, we had then a constitution and a bill of rights. And that bill of rights was to protect people's freedom. And one of the things that we didn't want to have was to have an executive branch or a king or whatever who is going to say, we're gonna just throw you in jail. And one of the things that came from that is the reason we have bail is a person who has been accused of a crime but is not yet convicted of a crime should have the opportunity to be free until such time as a jury of his or her peers decides that they have actually committed the crime. That's the whole basis. And that's why there has been a, a movement to try to reduce cash bail so that people who are just accused of a crime but have not been convicted are able to be free because among other things, it can often take a long time, months, sometimes even years before people are convicted. And this might be a person who's innocent. And there are a lot of stories in old history about, we want to make sure that nine guilty men would go free before an innocent man would be wrongly uh, put in jail. That's the core and the crux of what's going on. And that's why there is such a problem. And when you have a person who has a history of problems, then if we're just looking to to get that person to return to court to make an appearance to determine their guilt or innocence, that's why we have the system the way it is. I think what's going to happen here is that people are going to say or insist and say, look, we want to look at the history of this person to see whether they might cause other harm or injury. I think we have to realize that that's a very different place to be. And I think whether you know this could negatively impact the po- political fortune of DHism and of other people, but the reality is they are functioning with a system based upon enforcing the system as it was designed to be done. If we are going to make changes in that, we should make those with a clear eye and with a, understanding the consequences of it. But those changes may be legitimate to make, but I think the people who are operating were operating trying to operate in a good faith. Now, in spite of that fact, it sounds like even, even given that scenario, this particular circumstance, bail was set too low. Um, but but I, I, I do think that there are constitutional issues here which are very important. They're all going to be ignored in this rush to, <laughs> I hate to say rush to justice, but a rush to a change. But I do think probably changes will be made. But I think if you talk to, you know, for those of you who might be listening, if you know attorneys, Ask them about what this is and why this is the way it is, and I think they're going to have a discussion with you somewhat along the lines that I just had, but it's very hard to have that kind of discussion when the white hot issue of people killed is involved. And, and, it, and it's such an awful and egregious thing that happened. That will drive the discussion.
0: Uh, you're absolutely right about the need to be thoughtful about this and your explanation of the history and how we got to where we are is correct. And all of my friends, whether they're conservative or liberal who participate in the legal system or are judges, as well as lawyers, they all recite this back to me. And I, I understand completely the uh, uh, history and the argument that they're making, but I think they are so far away from where the public is people just say to me, I thought bail was supposed to keep dangerous people off the street. And they're like, no, that's not the purpose of bail in Wisconsin. And they're just stunned. It's as if something you've known all of your life, you found out isn't true. Um, and and that's uh, that's why I think that there's going to have to be a thoughtful review, but there will have to be changed because the public won't stand for this.
1: And I, and I think that, you know, I, I don't think Scott and I are really disagreeing on this. I, I think that we want to be thoughtful. It's hard to make these decisions in, in in the in the moment when things are really difficult. But there, I think the public will demand that there is going to be an evaluation of past history with regard to violence and regard to actions that's going to be taken into account here too. But you know, this is this is also the kind of thing that in, in other countries can be used in a really negative way against people. Uh, will we not do that in in the United States? I hope not. But it is much more it's a much more difficult decision or should be a much more difficult decision than the way we're discussing it and what's going to happen here. I I, I think we have a there's a thing that you that people say in the law. Hard cases make bad law. That's that's what will probably happen here. This is a very hard case. No one wants to see happen what happened. And people want to say, well, isn't there a way to look at this? And they're gonna look at past history but it will make a law that unfortunately an application may not be applied well. Because remember, a lot of the reforms that we're trying to make both Republicans and Democrats trying to deal with the cash bail issue in the, in the system, they're trying to move in the opposite direction of what will happen after this case. There's a reason that there is a movement to change that. It's because the past system did not work well and effectively for making sure that nonviolent people were, were let out uh, appropriately and without uh, excessive costs. So it's a hard case. It will make bad law, but I don't think Scott and I are on a different spot in terms of this is likely to have uh, consequences, and I think you're going to see some changes made, uh, which the public will demand. And uh, I understand that where the public's coming from and why we will get to where we, where we end up.
0: All right. We'll see what the future brings. See you next time. You've been listening to The Insiders with Chuck quala Scott Jensen, sponsored by the Wisconsin Counties
1: Association and Michael Best Strategies.